2: Woo! All right. Well, listen. Um, another episode of the Bullet Cap Podcast. This is a short one because this guy was kind of late. We invited Rosecrans Vic to the podcast. He's a LA personality. Started a blog out here. I originally got put onto this guy from DJ Head, who's here. Actually, we just—he's still hanging out from the episode we did but uh, rosecrans vic does a show on no jumper called mad lately uh you know he's a tastemaker in la and the music scene in la kind of was early on a lot of the uh, artists and, and just a real nice genuine dude so we uh invited him on the show it only was like 25 30 minutes long but he was late as fuck and if someone was coming after who came after him awesome. was it china Mac? Yeah, we had, to, we had to make some way for China Mac. But uh, Rosecrans Vic, go check him out on his uh, socials and check out oddsocksofficial.com. Make sure when you're on oddsocksofficial.com, you check out all their masks, their socks, their underwear, their slippers, all kinds of ill shit going on over there. All the licenses you could want South Park, mm, Mr. T. Uh, uh, I, won't, I don't think they got uh, Rocky, maybe? I don't know. They got a lot of fucking licenses. Fucking Swedish fish. Mac Dre for all the yeasters out there, for all the goddamn, for all the motherfucking ego blitzes out there, yee, fucking feeling yourself out there, going dumb, ghost riding the whip in 2021 like a fucking idiot, Uh, you could uh, save 20% off at oddsocksofficial.com when you check out, just use the keyword bootleg cap, all right, type that in, hit enter, you're saving 20% off, let's get into the Rosecrans Vic interview, all right, yo, bootleg cap podcast, Rosecrans Vic is here. Kev, what's the deal? Welcome, man. Um, for people who don't know who you are, what you do, uh you are a fixture in the LA hip hop scene. Um Rosecrans Ave is the platform that you I I I think uh a few years ago um is when I first kind of started checking out what you were doing. Um, kind of give everyone a background on, like what it is you do and, and um like you kinda your background in the LA hip hop scene.
3: Yeah, so basically I started a blog like maybe like six, going on seven years ago um, called Rosecrans Ave. And basically my whole thing was just I wanted to document like the underground L.A. artists that weren't getting played on radio or weren't getting any attention by like Complex or anything like that. Right. So I was like, you know what? I don't give a fuck about the big artists. You know, they're going to get picked up by all these other blogs. I'm going to just focus on finding like the new talent and growing with them. You know what I mean? So that's what I try to do. I just taught myself how to write, you know, just really nobody like gave a fuck for like three years, which was cool because I got to like fuck up uh-huh. and like not have a large audience in of front course. of me. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, that was actually kind of cool when I look back because f- I fucked up so much. Yeah, you yeah, know, just kind of so get to like things. learn on
2: the go and not a lot of people were looking. Exactly. So,
3: I did that and nobody really started to give a fuck until we booked a 03 Greedo at a show at the Echo mm-hmm. and it was like a Monday night and we brought like the whole city out and then everybody was like, oh shit, like damn, like everybody's paying attention to Greedo now. He got picked up by like the Fader right? and all these different places started paying attention to him and then we did it again with Shoreline Mafia the next month and then, you know, we had our podcast on Dash Radio, mm-hmm. Rosecrans Radio and then people just started to really pay attention to like what we were doing. Right.
2: Just started giving a fuck in general. And so, who like who were kind of like the core artists for you as like as far as who you were... S- Kind of getting behind early on, mm-hmm.
3: definitely Draco, Draco the Ruler, Greedo, Shoreline. Um, who else? There was like the A Z Colt. It was just like this, you know. Really, uh, even Blueface. You know, mm-hmm. we were on Blueface early. We just got behind every L A artist early. Um, even like Roddy Rich, like I wrote about him in like twenty seventeen. Right, right, right. Probably, you know what I mean. Kalen, all these people. I just kind of watched them grow. And I thought they were dope. I didn't know they would grow up to be like megastars, you know, necessarily, Mm -hmm. like like Roddy or anything like that. Of course. But, you know, I just saw them grow and I thought they were talented and I liked the
2: music, you know. I mean, obviously, what I've noticed about the new generation of L.A., for the most part, you know, because obviously sometimes politics gets involved and people really can't work with each other. But like, Mm -hmm. for the most part, it seems like there's a whole wave of um, L.A. artists the last couple of years that have worked with each other, embraced each other kind of had some camaraderie yeah and that was kind of always the hang up about la you know because people would always be like atlanta everyone's together Mm -hmm. you know like yeah but i feel like there's been a movement where everyone is you know for the most part moving in the same direction you know obviously there's like i said there's 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 some beef there's some dumb shit but is that something that you noticed as well and like if like why do you think that is
3: uh that was like really a goal of mine to create really create a community so that other artists can be aware of other artists. So, but I think it's like three things. I think it's the fact that not too many of the pop and rappers are gangbanging. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like a few of them are, but not too many of them are. Um, two, I feel like we had a lot to do with it as far as booking shows. We book everybody on the lineup. Everybody comes and meets each other. Okay, that guy's cool. Okay, I'll set right. this up. You know what I mean? It's just like a community gets built after a while. And then um, the other is just like... Um, the fact that everybody's winning, everybody's eating like you can't really be that mad when you have money in your pocket. You know what I mean? And like, it's like, yeah, this dude is like selling hella albums or whatever. He's he and like signed.
2: 90% of everyone signed a TK. Yeah. That, too, yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that has something to do with it too. Yeah. Um, but it's like, you know, if everybody's really winning and it's not a bunch of like hungry people, like there's not much to fight about, you know what I'm saying? So I feel like it's like those three factors.
2: Yeah. I think too, like, what I thought was really important and dope was when Greedo and RJ did the show and nothing happened. Oh, that was incredible. I, I
3: like, like got the fact invited that fact that to was that was insane. And I was like, I'm not going to that show. Yeah, I, <laughs>
2: I remember me and Head was, Head was like, I'm not going to that. <laughs> yeah. Fuck that shit. <laughs> yeah. And then the next day it was like, Yo, that shit was a beautiful situation. That was like the first verses damn near low key. If you think about it. And the fact that like nothing happened, like it almost kind of like to me kind of showed everybody like, hey, look, you because, you know, with L.A. that the certain shit is just it seems as if it's impossible to change. Yeah. Right. And Something like that to me showed everybody like, hey, look, like there's another way to go about this. All of the homies were there. Mm -hmm. Nothing happened
3: it's you know at the end of the day it's just like they're getting money so what again what is there like there's not too much to be mad about you know
2: who do you consider uh out of the last five years in la hip-hop to be like the, the the guy like the goat uh i mean
3: it's like i would think draco you know but i also like on a major major scale i would say roddy yeah, now I'm, you know let's, let's take Roddy out. Okay, that's let's take Roddy because he's too good. Yeah, big. it's not okay. fair. So then I'll say Draco. Draco. Because he went to jail for three years, got his spot back and elevated, if anything. like Oh, yeah, he's going crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I was just talking to him about, like, last week. I'm like, bro, like, you were gone for three years, but really more almost like five. Because mm. before he came out for, like two months he was locked up for like another like a year and a half like before then so like for the majority of the past five years he's been locked up
2: and his career is just still booming you know he got out and just got to it mm-hmm. i think he had like i felt like he had recorded an album like it was already done like a week <laughs> i was like i was like bro you're you you got out of jail and went straight to the booth straight to literally straight to it
3: and so you know but everybody you know gives him that that respect though you know what i mean like everybody's like, yeah like shit he's doing it well can we say you know he's really like him and then if he co-signs an artist like that artist starts to blow and stuff like that so
2: with the latin shit that's going on i saw you were just um part of that photo oh yeah a lot of the lat like mexican guys who are in town yeah. cng and all those guys but yeah. um you know there's a whole another movement going on there that's fucking amazing out of la yeah um, just in general um but what what do you, like like what do you think when it comes to like because I always said like when I was growing up like when I thought I'm I'm from Phoenix so MC mm-hmm. Magic was like God right oh yeah <laughs> and I was like you know working at car shows and shit but yeah. like the Mexican rap that was really popular was the Chicano rap yeah and to me I mean Little Rob got classics yeah MC Magic got classics but I always felt like there was a um you had to be it was almost like made specifically for 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 the people who got that yeah it wasn't very inclusive to random i feel like like a lot of the new latin mcs that are doing their thing like they make dope shit and they happen to be mexican
3: that's really the key you know what i mean because a lot of like me growing up like i had like a period of time where i did like the chicano rap stuff i was into mc magics and and all that But then I just kind of grew out of it because I wasn't like a gangbanger. Right. I didn't relate too much to the things. I like the music, you know, but like it's almost like it's in such like a cult like fan base that you couldn't really get out of that box and they could have a million views oh, like so fucking like high power records high power like fucking, records oh all God. that shit them Shut-
2: shits i bet i'd go to the they'd have them booths at the fucking car shows oh, yeah. them shits would be booming <laughs> exactly. and then they have random albums with like busy bone and shit yeah like- <laughs> they were they were doing it <laughs> on the independent
3: tip you could buy them at like warehouse shoe sale and shit like
2: <laughs> but yeah i think that like that's something that like it's like now there's artists where it's like yo you could be a fan of this guy and be you know Whoever. you don't have to be a mexican to like you know like the music is just good you know what, that's, what I that's mean? yeah
3: that's the whole goal and that's what i see everybody doing like we had like that meeting yesterday and it was dope because yeah like they're just dope artists who happen to be mexican they some of them probably don't even speak spanish like mm-hmm. they don't incorporate spanish into their lyrics or anything like that it's just like they grew up in la they're mexican they have you know homies that are black white chinese everything you know and, right. and they just
2: they rap like you know and they're good what was? Give us the inside of the meeting yesterday because I saw a few people post it.
3: Yeah, it was it was pretty dope. Um, basically, we pulled up to uh, Abner Mars. You know, Abner Mars, mm-hmm. a fighter. Yeah, he has a spot in like Bell Gardens, a restaurant. And so uh, we all just pulled up and um, basically like they're just planning. I mean, like the cool thing is that everybody knows each other, but it's it was like still like a mixer because you're still meeting people face to face and feeling people's energy and stuff like that. But like they're planning on doing like a cipher fire you know what i mean like something like that to where everybody gets on a song and then possibly you know go on like a tour all la artists yeah all la art well there's some like little weirdos from like san diego and then there's um great name by the way
2: i know right yeah in la i was like a little weirdo I like he's that. a great guy
3: it's, it's funny i'm like ah, i wish he could change the name maybe that sounds <laughs> like that that sounds like he might have had
2: a capone record back in the day like a little weirdo feature of mr capone yeah, sounds yeah. right <laughs> um, by the way mr capone not mexican
3: Not Mexican at all. I think he's from
2: Iran. He's Iranian. Yeah, he's Iranian. By the way, doesn't take away from like, you know, he's he's. Man. But but I when I found that, out, I was like, really? It
3: blew everybody's <laughs> mind. When I, I was like, nah, that's a joke. Like, somebody's trolling or something. I was like, no, it's really real. And I met him,
2: and then like- Super nice guy. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm just kind of looking like, yeah, it's probably, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, he's Indian. <laughs> um, so coming at it, is there going to be like a compilation project, or is it just going to um, just like a, almost like an open network where now we all know each other, now we can all work together? That it's
3: It's that. I don't think there's going to be like a whole album, possibly. I mean, that was probably only like the second meeting and the first one I attended, so- um, I think the goal is just to like To get on a tour and tour across The nation you know what I mean like
2: Hey what up man how to interrupt the bootleg cab podcast To tell you about our good friends At odd socks all right Yo shout out to them for sponsoring The podcast but also for being such a Fire company and they just introduced Their draws That's right Odd socks now got your boxer briefs On deck some tapatio joints and then of course They got the best socks in the game Look at these Stone Cold socks. Look at these two. I mean, look, I love Froot Loops, but I love these Froot Loops socks. These are fire. I'm taking those for myself. Uh, they got all the licenses, Breaking Bad, Mac Dre, ODB, WWE, Street Fighter, whatever you want, they got, including these draws. I love these draws. I got some on right now. So listen, tap in with Odd Socks. Go to OddSocksOfficial.com. Use the keyword bootleg Kev and you will save 20% off at checkout. So oddsocksofficial.com, keyword bootleg Kev. Save 20% at checkout and me later. So you also have put out um, like Rosecrans Ave music, mm-hmm. right? Is that something that you're actively working on? Maybe a, a whole... A, I want to do a new album. I really do. Um,
3: but it's just like it takes up so much time. Like It's when- also
2: dealing with... Dealing, I mean, look, I put out a, I put out a mixtape in 2013 with yeah. 21 songs. It was all original music. It was a fucking pain in the ass. Oh my ass.
3: God. It was Be- a lot. Bro. Because you like you're not the artist, so like you have to clear every single thing. And you just
2: I think I think singles is the way to go, man. Yeah. Cause then you all cool, we got one done. All right, let's drop it. You try yeah. to put out a whole project, man.
3: Yeah, I have a I have a um distribution label with me and Callie. So we we put out singles like we just put out one with like Young T O and um, Big Swift and Jakarta Slim So that one's pretty dope We put it out like a month ago nice. So that's cool Like that But I do want to work on an album But I know I'm gonna have to like Book out like Black out like two months of my schedule Or something to like I'm gonna just get this shit done And ignore damn near everything else
2: Who's somebody in LA right now That we don't know that we're That you think has Got all the tools to be the next star out of LA
3: Remble Remble You heard of Rumble? I have not So He got a Draco co-sign He almost sounds a little like Draco, but
2: I feel like everyone sounds a little like Draco at this point.
3: But he—he's twenty years old and like he has probably like four songs out. But you can tell how smart he is. How like his wordplay and everything is like just next level. He did a song called like a a TED Talk. And then the video is, like, him doing, like, a TED Talk. And then he's, like, thank you all for listening. Like, it's just, he's on, like, a next level of, like, creativity, especially for being that young. And he's, like, you know, a street dude, so he has that element to him. Um, And, yeah, like, labels are already, like... On, on his them. head. Yeah, so I honestly, if I were, like, to put my money on anybody, It'd it would be, be him. him. Yeah.
2: yeah. And I have no affiliation. I've never spoken to him or anything. I just... Oh, I you don't even like, know him? No. Nah. Is it, like, like, have you noticed, like... Cause you built yourself into a position where you're a lot of people look to you in the LA scene. Like, is it like a gift and a curse?
3: Yeah, sometimes because you know people will be mad if like I don't fuck with them or something. You know what I mean? Like,
2: isn't that crazy? Like yeah. you can tell someone like, hey man, do your thing. I'm not a fan of the music, but like, and they'll like hate. Like, they'll they'll take that personal. Like, what do you want me to just like lie? Yeah, to you? or
3: like if I don't want to pull up to like studio sessions or like it's just like. Just don't want to listen to shitty music For like two hours
2: Like what do you want me to do <laughs> Someone just asked me about you <laughs> I think it was my boy Ace About Beans Oh yeah yeah Ace okay, was yeah. like hey you know this Rosecrans dude I was like Rosecrans Vic He's like I think so He's like yo is it worth having a-? I was like yeah man he's fucking lit in LA man you should-. I was like yeah of course <laughs> Beans is crazy she's fire. What? Give me your um, Cause I think obviously the most obvious Next superstar out of L.A. is Blast, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah,
3: like, aside from that, that's, like, obvious, yeah.
2: But, like, that's, like, the no-brainer. Yeah, yeah. He's out of here, mm-hmm. you know. Um. Like, you know, Head had put me on a blast a long time ago because Head tried to sign Blast. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, the dude's out of here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, wh- Like. Were you like hip to blast like b- before he was before he put out the re- like the tape with Bino, or was that something? Um, Cause like man, hit you know he does it all.
3: Yeah, I wasn't as hip to him as I as I would like to be. Like, right. I had heard the name. I definitely had. I had heard a song called um, I think like Fallin', Mm-hmm. and this was like, and then there was another one called Body, and I was just like, damn, these are dope. But it, I just listened to the singles. I didn't really like go the extra mile and like look him up on right. youtube or all you know all that um but then going back like after he put out the song with bino um and the tape and everything then i like was like oh i had heard of him before because he was in a group mm. called king and blast and it was like a duo right 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 but like to me like and they and they presented themselves as like ie artists and then that King dude, like, No Shade, like, he just wasn't very good. Right, right. So, like, I think that was, like, it probably came across my radar, but it wasn't memorable because I heard, like, the one white guy. dude and was just yeah. like, yeah, I'm good. And, you know, it's just stuff like that happens because there's, like, a song from probably, like, two years ago that I went back and looked up, and I was like, dude, this song is, the last part on this song is incredible. And then the other, but the other is just, two like, and it has, right. like, 2,000 views to this day probably. That's so crazy. So it's yeah. just, and it's, it's something like that, but. I wish I would have been more hip on him, but he wasn't putting out solo music for that long before mm-hmm. he like blew up. Really,
2: nah, for sure. Um, you you got the show on No Jumper mm-hmm. Mad lately? Yep. Just, about to do thirty episodes or just we just, just hit did. thirty. We just, so hit, just 30. hit thirty. Yep. Um. So congrats on that. Appreciate that. Once a week. Yeah, every Monday. So PM. it's every Monday it's you, Gabe C. I forget the young lady's name is on Gina. The show. Gina Views. Um. How did that come
3: come to be? Um. Uh, so Adam, I've no, I've been knowing Adam for like three years now. Um no probably four yeah four since like 2017 like around the time we like shoreline right. was blowing up Greedo, all them we just kept running into each other and um i had him on my podcast once and then after that i would just like send him emails of like dope videos that right. i thought were dope and then he'd be like cool i'm gonna put this on the no jumper youtube and i just kept like a constant line of communication with him for a while and um you know like we'd run into each other certain places i'd I think he started to grow like more of a respect for me because a lot of places he would be, I would be. You know what I'm saying? Like I was mm-hmm. enrolling out of Miami. He was enrolling out of Miami. I, I was enrolling out in a lot of New York. He was there. Any concert backstage that like he'd see me. I was right. just hustling. You know what I mean? So like um, we just grew, grew like a cool relationship. And then at the beginning of 2020, he like said he wanted to meet, went to his office. And then he was like, yeah, I want you to do like a podcast or something. He's like, not Rosecrans Radio, though I want you to do something different. And I was like, all right, cool. And then, like, COVID happened. And then so, like, everything just kind of pushed back and all that stuff. And then he hit me again in, like, August, I want to say. August or September. And was like, hey, you know, did you want to do that podcast still? Like, we're about to, you know, have some more podcasts on here. And I was like, fuck, yeah. And I said, give me, like, three, four days to come up with, like, a concept and a name and everything. And so came up with the name recruited my co-host you know i hit gina i hit gabe and then we did like a photo shoot and i shot everything to him in like three four days he was like oh shit <laughs> like, it was like ready to go yeah he's like damn you guys are ready to go i'm like yeah we're fucking ready to go
2: what's um because you were doing the rosecrans radio what is like the like something that you learned doing because it's kind of a different type of thing so like yeah you know with any with anything you get better as time goes but what's mm-hmm. something you had to kind of like learn from making the switch and doing mad lately Um, It's streamed on YouTube so people commenting the whole time. I
3: mean, yeah, it's just a way different platform so I approach it differently. Like Rosecrans Radio was just like me interviewing artists or talking, you know, not too deeply. I wasn't really trying to like make people laugh anything too much. Like it was just kind of like a, I wanted to, had like a more serious tone on there, I guess you could say. But then I'm like, okay, we're going to know Jumper. Like they have a certain audience. Yeah,
2: you guys are definitely shooting the shit now you
3: know what i'm saying so i'm like we have to turn it up to a certain extent or people are gonna call us boring or whatever mm-hmm. and the funny thing is that like the way i am i'm mad lately like that's really the real me. that's you yeah you know what i'm saying when i'm out with my homies and stuff like that so i'm like fuck it i'm gonna just put myself on display and like it like ruins my life but it like makes it way better at the same time because i'm a little too honest sometimes
2: <laughs> hey. Hey, it's, and it's dope you know shout yeah. out to gabe who's somebody who's a very underrated figure in LA. oh yeah definitely I always say he's kind of like Power 106's like sauce. Yeah. Like a lot of that shit that gets played late at night. It, Hell yeah. He's putting all, all them dudes on. Yeah, on no, Nah, for real. I'd be
3: tricking Gabe into
2: liking we, some shit sometimes. We were trying to steal him <laughs> the Real 92.3 for a while. <laughs> I heard about that. He was definitely trying to steal him. <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, no, nah, shout out to him. Um, what's next for, for, obviously you want to put out more music, but what is next for your platform and for you? Um,
3: just doing more shows. Um, we have Don't Come to LA. We, we filmed that. And um, to give a little backstory, and on you did that. like a South by thing called Don't Come to LA, too. Yeah, so that's so we did a concert series um back in 2018 where we booked everybody like that's popping in LA besides Draco and Greedo because they were locked up. But we had like Blueface, Ruchi, right. AZ Chike, One Take J, everybody like hella early. So we had all them, we create really created that community, Jay Perico, all of them. And we only did five shows, but Every single one of those shows was, like, incredible. We had, like, Skrillex pull up, wow. Don Kennedy, J305. Like, the crowd was even more star-studded sometimes than, like, the performers. Hey, Texas
2: dude back on my phone.
1: Ooh.
3: Nice. There it is. Yeah, Freddie Gibbs pulled up to perform. A few wow. T- you, you know what I'm saying? Like, Who we did had Fred
2: a, pull up to perform with? Uh, 211. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> best yeah. So um OMB Peasy, Like we just had like a crazy amount of like special guests always. And it was such a dope vibe. So we made sure to like never dilute that brand. Right. And we only did we only did it when we knew it could be dope, right? So we did five and then we did another one at South by. That's right. That's when we brought out Reason. We brought out um ruchy kalen we just nardwire pulled up like That's it so was crazy it was incredible andrew Barber was there like it was an incredible show and we've been for the last two years we've been trying to put it together to do it again but like conflicting schedules cyprus was on tour for like two years straight with shoreline mm-hmm. um jeff and i were busy so uh this past weekend we just recorded like uh we're gonna do like a live like a stream type thing yeah but also, we're going to make it more like of a documentary, like I guess you could say like a um, almost like a fade to black. I mean, that's like obviously the best uh, case. Of course, scenario, of course, of course. But of course. something like that, you know what I mean? To so document the whole day, document I'd- the old shows, right. put interviews in there, you know what I mean? All that stuff. So like really make it like a timeless piece that people can watch 20 years from now and be like, oh, OK, this was this era in L.A., you know, so like we filmed the performance aspects of it. Probably in about two weeks, we're gonna perform. Like we're gonna do the interviews, right? And just you know, have the editors put all the sauce on it, and then hopefully release it like in June.
2: Last thing, where do you see LA going music wise in the next five years? Like, like, how, like, because I always say like, there's been so many artists who I thought should have been bigger, yeah. to come out of LA over the last ten years or so. Like someone like Joe Moses, you know yeah. what I mean? Like there's like guys who like, man, like RJ is a perfect example. Yeah. But I don't know what the disconnect was that didn't escalate as big outside of LA as we had hoped, um, and I think that's with some of the, the the newer generation, there's some potential there. You know what I'm saying? What do you yeah. like? Where do you see things going, man? I mean, if if we can get by the things, way, RJ and Joe Moses aren't done. Yeah, yeah, not the, at all. You know what I mean? But
3: I think if if uh, LA continues to build like a strong community um, and have a lot of like key. People behind the scenes making these moves that will actually cross brand to with artists in Atlanta with in an artists in like New York and right. you know across the the globe. Then I think we have the talent to really like wrench it. Like, and I'm obviously super biased, but like, you have Blast, you have Bino, you have Kalen, you have all these artists that don't only make West they Coast make, type music, big records that no matter where they're at. That's what I'm saying. We have Roddy, you of know. What I mean? So it's like we have all different types of artists. We have Draco. Um, doing songs with Osuna and and Drake Drake. and stuff like that you know what I mean so I I honestly like in the next five years like everybody stays on their shit doesn't get complacent you know and happy with just making like 10 bands a show and stuff like that it's like I think we could
2: really run shit there it is Rosecrans Vic Boolakehead podcast appreciate you bro perfect